Well, hello there, journeyers. How are you today? Alexis Brooks here from Higher Journeys back with another episode of Conscious Commentary. So glad that you are tuning in to this little podcast where I like to kind of weigh in on uh, sometimes it's current events, um, things that are happening in the news at the of the moment. Sometimes uh, we like to go a little bit off the off the radar and talk about some things that are not necessarily not at all really. Uh, in the mainstream news, but uh, things that us journeyers like to uh, delve into. So today we're going to cover the latter. However, I have to tell you, I was really vacillating all day, not all day, because we're still only about the mid part of the day, but vacillating up until this point as to what we're going to discuss today. There are so many uh, topics of interest and of curiosity. Um, And I'll tell you, particularly because I had just uh, completed uh, an interview. Uh, if you haven't heard it, you should definitely tune in to my interview with John Rappaport, investigative reporter, where we talked about what may be behind and beyond the headlines with regard to what I'm calling the sexual harassment campaign. And it was quite interesting because we covered the gamut on possible impetuses for uh, this And I'm calling it a campaign because, uh, you know, every day we've got somebody new coming out uh, or uh, coming out into the news with regard to being uh, uh, accused of some form of sexual assault or harassment. Really something to look at. This is going somewhere uh, of that I'm certain. I ask that you keep your eyes and ears open, keep your mind open, of course, and uh, just kind of watch as this unfolds folds and unfurls. I'm going to leave it there. So at the end of the day, I decided not to cover uh, that subject on this episode, but rather something a little bit more esoteric, shall we say, Uh, because after all, that's what we love to talk about, isn't it? Although I think there's something very important to be gleaned when we're talking about uh, current events and what may be behind them, because it's still all a part of the journey. Uh, the bigger picture, uh, how reality is created and maintained and sustained, all interesting stuff. But I opted to go with the theme of, I'm calling it seeing double numbers and AI, artificial intelligence. Is there a connection? Here's why I'm bringing it up right now. I'm sure many of you uh, had a chance to tune into what was such a fun and uh, intriguing discussion with my my pal, Jimmy Church, from Fade to Black. I was on his show a couple of weeks ago now. And uh, among the many things that we discussed are the anomalies of reality these days, uh, not the least of which is this phenomenon that used to be called the 1111 phenomenon. All y'all know what I'm talking about there. But how it's getting deeper, more prevalent uh, among people who are not only seeing the 11s, but are seeing double numbers, including me. You know, we've covered this before on the show. We've covered it quite a few times, but I'm going to bring it up again because I want to put, I want to propose another possibility for the why of it all. Everybody's trying that that's experiencing this, I'm sure is trying to assign a definition or a purpose or a meaning to what this is all about. And I dare say, I certainly do not have the answer. 
Um, I think it could be a number of things, but something intriguing that I don't know we've tackled in this way before. So here goes. I'm going to start by reading a quote that uh, one of quite a few people have sent me uh, after hearing me talk about this publicly and giving me their own little uh, two cents or uh, two, two, three, three, four, four, and so on how they're seeing these numbers, particularly more recently. Here's somebody uh, that uh, sent me a message from Facebook. I will not uh, mention her name because she didn't necessarily give me permission to to do such, such a thing. But I'm going to read you uh, what she sent to me. Uh, she says, Hi, Alexis. I just wanted to let you know how much I enjoyed your interview with Jimmy Church. She said she was working out in the basement and listening uh, to me talk about how the 11s are back again, as well as the two twos, three threes, four fours, and five fives. She says, I was saying to myself, yes, yes, because I've noticed the double digits appearing like crazy over the past six to eight weeks. She goes on to say, when I finished my workout, I came upstairs and glanced at the digital clock on my stove and it said 1133. Strange days indeed, she ends by saying. Yep, strange days indeed. Uh, again, I, you know, the last thing I'm going to do is approach this huge anomaly, what's becoming bigger by the day, uh, with a sense of trepidation or fear, but rather just complete curiosity, wanting to understand, um, what this phenomenon is all about. Here's what I'm going to propose as an idea, just an idea. We, uh, are hearing more and more both in mainstream as well as alternative media about the proliferation, the expansion of what is called artificial intelligence. That being, um, well, rather than a growing organic uh, level of humanity, we're talking about a synthetic or making the synthetic more of a prominent uh, reality in our world, artificial intelligence. I got a, uh, a quote, if I can find it. Let's see if I can find this. I had taken some notes on this. Stanford uh, University had done a paper on, uh, out of their computer uh, science department, on uh, artificial intelligence. And there was an abstract available about sort of a Q&A that was uh, done. And the question simply was, uh, what is artificial intelligence? So it's described in this abstract, uh, published back in 2007, as, quote, uh, it is the science and engineering of making intelligent machines, especially intelligent computer programs. It is related to the similar task of using computers to understand human intelligence. But AI does not have to confine itself to methods that are biologically observable, end quote. That was the answer to the question, what is AI? And I think that last statement, uh, AI does not have to confine itself to methods that are biologically observable, is quite revealing. It's saying that it's a lot bigger than that and can be. And perhaps they are working to make it a lot bigger. You know, there are the proponents of AI, and there are a lot of opponents in terms of the motivation. Some go as far as saying it will eventually replace humanity, not just emulate it. That's a big thing. Okay. I'm not going to go off on a tangent there because it's not where I'm going here in terms of drawing a correlation between why we may be seeing 
numbers, noticing numbers more and patterns in numbers now um, and AI is I want to take a step back and talk about this is going to be a little complicated for me because I'm, I'm going to try to triangulate here. We're talking about numbers and seeing uh, numbers more prominently in our lives, double numbers in particular these days. We're talking about artificial intelligence. Let me introduce the third component and see if I can tie it together. There are discussions going on across a multitude of platforms, uh, scientific platforms, mainstream scientific platforms that are postulating the idea, get this, that we may actually, our world, our universe may actually be not what we've been told, but actually a cosmic computer game, a simulation. I've covered this before. Uh, in fact, I had a an intriguing discussion with Linda Moulton Howe back in May about this idea after she presented a, a, a very cogent um, uh, uh, lecture on this idea that the universe may be uh, not what we think, but rather more of a virtual reality. I think that's intriguing. So this is the third component. We're seeing numbers prominently uh, playing prominently in our lives. We're talking about this push toward AI. And then the third aspect is what some are starting to discover is that we may actually be living in a simulation. In fact, it was Elon Musk who said, I can't quote him uh, verbatim, but he himself has said, I think the chances are a billion to one that we are not living in a simulation. I hope I'm saying that right. In other words, his surmise is that it is most likely that we are living in a simulation. This is just one person. There have been quite a few. In fact, there are some, um, there's somebody else here that I wanted to quote. Uh, it was uh, a pretty well-known computer uh, scientist, actually a NASA uh, jet propul- propulsion laboratory scientist named Rich Terrell, who contends that our creator may just be a cosmic computer programmer. He was quoted in a 2012 article as saying, one has to think, what are the requirements for God? God is an interdimensional being connected with everything in the universe, a creator that is responsible for the universe and in some way can change the law of physics if he wanted to. I think those are good requirements for what God ought to be, end quote. And then he went on to explain that this is the same as programmers creating simulations. Okay, I'm throwing quite a few quotes out there and there'll there'll be a couple more. But again, we're talking about... uh, a very serious contingent of the scientific community now, I suppose, relenting to the idea that the universe, as we understood it to be, as we have been taught in our world in particular, to be is not at all that, that it could very well be made up of code. And this is what's going to bring me to the numbers. This is just a hypothesis, guys. Me sitting in <laughs> contemplation Contemplations to Transform Life and Realize Potential. That's the subtitle to my book, by the way, Conscious Musings. In my contemplation about this, I said, hmm, you know, because I've been following this whole, first, the AI, the chase for AI, and, you know, very many very openly talking about their plan to implement more of an AI-rich society, um, as well as 
this postulate on the part of science that, heck, we could be living in a computer simulation. The world is not at all what we think it is. And now we're seeing numbers play more prominently in our lives. For me, many of you know, I've talked about this on many occasions. First, it was the 11s. Now it's the double digits. And I got to tell you guys, unrelenting. There has not been a break in the action for me in this resurgence of seeing numbers since oh, uh, end of September. We're now moving swiftly toward the end of December, three months. Here's the thought that I like you to weigh in on, as always. I've talked about the veil thinning, whatever that veil is made of, assuming there is such a thing, a veil that exists between our world and everything else, or moreover, what's behind the veil is what what's behind the veil actually what is cranking out what we call our reality. And if that veil is thinning, might we be seeing vis-a-vis the numbers that we're noticing so prominently that we are actually living in a simulation? Do you know where I'm going with this? Why are we seeing, first it was the 11s, and I don't know if I've talked about this publicly, you know, on the record with an interview or, or not, but I had thought about this idea is particularly uh, relative or relevant to the whole idea of a holographic model of reality, seeing these 11s play so prominently and looking at the structure of binary code, which we know are made up strictly of zeros and ones. And I thought, hmm, why are we seeing these 11 so much? But you know, as I was talking about this and writing about this, I was in, for quite a few years, really since 2005, uh, I've been seeing them. I had been getting feedback from other people saying, yes, me too, but I'm seeing other patterns of numbers, 222, you know, 1313, 1010, 1111, of course, and so on. Patterns are we finally getting to see what this universe is really made of? Is something opening our eyes to it? Okay, now here's where it's going to get a little tricky for me in terms of explaining how I'm going to triangulate this. I, I think I'm going to I'll let a quote come to the rescue for me yet again. Uh, this is a quote. I love to quote David Icke, man. I think he's got some really profound things to say. He talks, he, he was recently also on uh, Jimmy Church's Fade to Black, I believe, a week and a half after me. And they covered a whole uh, litany of things, uh, not the least of which was this whole idea, this push for AI. And David weighed in uh, with quite a few things. Um, I think it was Jimmy who posed the question about how David felt that, you know, the very things that he was writing about many years ago, including the AI, the push for uh not just the push for AI, but the fact that he feels that we're living in a, more of a matrix-like reality. And now here's the likes of Elon Musk coming out and really uh, uh, corroborating the things that David Icke was saying many years ago. And he he really kind of um, brought it full circle and talked about that. And here here's something that he said, where on the one hand, he was very excited to see that the mainstream is starting to give 
credence to this idea, and they're exploring it on a very serious level. He also said, and this is where I'm going to try to bring everything together, he says, quote, there is, of course, this agenda of artificial intelligence and connecting people to technology. So he, he's saying, let me, let me stop that quote for a minute. He's looking at this idea that many other people are now looking at, that we may be living in a virtual, literally a virtual reality. Then you've got this agenda of artificial intelligence, even though, who knows, we may be living in one big artificial uh, uh, artifice (laughs) anyway. But he says, we've got to watch the double bluff where they say, well, yeah, we do live in a simulation. Let's just make the best of it. He says, we have to be aware of that. We have to be aware of that. So we have a few things going on here that I knew before I got on the air, uh, I'd have to try to bring them together uh, as articulately as I could, so that you get the point of where I'm going. We have, on the one hand, this push, I would say a man-made push or a push that's being uh, promoted by man to lead humanity into a more AI-oriented society. We have this revelation, it would seem, that is coming out on the part of many mainstream scientists who are now saying, yes, we just may live uh, in a simulation. And then we've got the people, which to me is the most important, who are walking the experience of seeing these numbers, bringing this all together. What does this all say? Where are these numbers leading us? Is the veil thinning? As I said, I'm not here to give the answer, but to put the question out there and see what you think. This, these numbers, for me, for many of you, have been in our face for weeks, if not months, and for many years. But it's been, there's been an uptick, no question about it. Does this mean something is about to be revealed to us that's connected to this whole idea of what our universe, the true nature of reality? Is this, these are these numbers a uh, sort of foreboding, not a foreboding, but it's sort of a, a mm, precognition or omen of things to come? Maybe something actually positive and, and, and big. I've always said, I don't know if it's good or bad. I know it's big. But I wanted to put this other thing out there in terms of how seeing these numbers so prominently may, in fact, be connected to an artificial reality <laughs> that we happen to be residing in. Going to leave it with the question. I hope I wasn't too all over the map for you guys. <laughs> Of course, there will be a post accompanying this audio. So maybe I can be a little bit more articulate in writing than uh, than uh, in words uh, spoken to you today. But I think hopefully you'll get the message. Keep looking. Well, I started to say keep looking at the clock. Actually, don't. Oh, you know, here's something else I wanted to bring up. This is important before I sign off and I am over. But heck, it's my show. <laughs> I'm going to go a little over today. 
in this whole idea of humanity being messed with, just to put it bluntly, driving humanity in a direction that factions, certain factions want it to go without our say so. Let's just say that the whole AI push is part of that. Whether you like it or not, we're going to make AI more of a prominent presence in our world. And frankly, I'm seeing the effects of that right now with how tethered people are to their technology. We won't go off on a tangent there today. But in that motivation, and also with the understanding that the technologies that are being utilized today, much of which we're not even privy to yet, here we are seeing these numbers, not everyone, certainly not everyone, but a lot of people are feeling very, very uneasy about why is it, damn it, that every time I look at the clock and it's now fill in the blank, one, one, two, two, three, three, four, four, whatever, five, five. Here's another question. Could it be that somehow someone or something in preparation toward a more AI-oriented society, have managed to entrain our brains to look at the clock. It's not just on clocks, it's on receipts and license plates and signs and other things, but to somehow uh, a sort of entrainment where we are magnetized to look at that time. I wondered that as well. I don't know. I don't have any evidence to just even support that. I could probably find some. But that's another thing. There's there's something there's something suspicious going on here is where, where I'm going with this. Is this a completely organic thing? Or is this just the way the universe works? Are we finally getting some answers as to the true nature of reality? Again, I'm going to end with the questions. Let you go on your own journey. Let me hear from you. As always, I'd like to get your way in. So as the numbers persist and I'm watching them across my computer screen right now, 2211, <laughs> I get to the point where I just laugh when I see it. And there's sometimes I'll say, well, hello there, 1111, 2222. Look at this. I'm looking at my meter right here. I don't think they're going to go away, but hopefully some answers will come along with our seeing these numbers every place we look. Again, let me know what you think. And uh, we're going to keep this conversation alive, uh, because I think it's, it warrants it as as this intensifies. And uh, we're also going to come back where we started this conversation uh, at the top of the episode, we're going to keep monitoring this other anomaly of the sustained sexual harassment campaign. Go listen to uh, John Rappaport's interview uh, that I I had the pleasure of having him on my last show, if you haven't already. See what you think about that, too, and weigh in. All right, I'm going to sign off. I'm way over. Um, Always enjoy having you. And thank you for tuning in to Conscious Commentary. I'm Alexis Brooks. I'll talk to you real soon. 